Welcome to Zach and Steve Have a Podcast, episode 17, your Tuesday edition. I am Steve. I am Zach. And we are back with a midweek. Just a little, we'll be just want to uh, just help you along in your week. Yeah. Just give you a little bit of a, a, a boost, a little bit of a... Sometimes, Tuesday, some pep in your sometimes Tuesdays are fun episodes. This is not a fun episode. This is not going to be a fun episode. This is actually a remnant yes. of our Friday talk, which took a turn. Yeah, it was different than what we had planned on doing. And I had stories for what we had and planned by on planned, doing. We didn't get there. And by planned, it did nothing there, what we there, were there, there's, there's no plan. We, uh, the thing that we get asked a lot is how scripted. I'm serious. I've gotten this question a bunch yeah. of times. How scripted is the podcast? It I is said, not scripted at all. I said, have you ever listened to it? <laughs> if that was scripted, we are the worst writers ever. <laughs> no, this is it really everything is off the cuff. Um, you know, just kind of just relying on. Uh, the, I mean, I don't want to put that on the Holy Spirit. He's right. like, I don't want. That's not mine. <laughs> yeah, turtle talk. That didn't uh, come from the turtle Holy talk Spirit. Is, no, the, a lot of times it's just whatever is on our hearts, and you know, sometimes it is. Like on Friday, it was really what God's been working on in my life. Um, right. You know, and as of this recording, I can't tell you how much better I've gotten because we record Friday and Tuesday on the same day. Yeah. Um, but you know, it you know, it's always prayerfully um, you know followed. Uh, you know, when we talk about those things, we're, we're that, that really, I mean, our struggles are not something that we are going to take lightly. Correct. Um, we really want change. Uh, and I, we hope that you want change too. But, and so today, today is not the, uh, it's not a fun episode. It's not a fun episode. Like last week, uh, last week's fun episode was, was fun, except for Turtle Talk, which somehow got negative reviews again. Yeah. I, I can't believe that. Shocking. Ridiculous. We are trying really hard when we make that. (laughs) Maybe it doesn't get fleshed out enough that we're so intentional with it. Yeah. Um, You know, that's the one thing we do right. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So what you're saying is we should stop writing. None of that. No, the uh, the joke was, Zach, is that we don't write that. It's all off the top of our heads. and It's just flat out stupid. (laughs) Yes, it is. Um, And we're having fun. Yeah. But if you're not having fun, folks, then we won't do it anymore. We, won't yeah, do it. I mean, we might do it. You I just don't have to listen. I mean, we got to follow up that story. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles are gone. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so welcome to uh, our Tuesday edition. And yeah, I, I want to just turn things over to Zach. Instead of uh, Tuesdays are going to be short form. <clears throat> yes. Uh, so we're just going to get right into the thing that we wanted to talk about instead of doing a long drawn out kind of thing. So yeah. I'm going to turn it over to Zach. Yes. Last week or on Friday, I had this kind of a brain cramp. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> We've never I wanted, had to edit a podcast more. It was. It didn't go well. Friday's episode. It didn't go well. But um, what I wanted to talk about was suffering. Yes. Um, and as a Christian, you think, okay, all right, I've been accepted into God's family. Things should be going great. I got God on my side. I shouldn't be struggling with things. Yeah. But... In actuality, we struggle as Christians just as much as everyone else struggles. And and one question that I hear some when when people when you might might have a you know a, a talk with someone who's not a Christian and 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 it's it's not like a talk where you're trying to convince them to be a Christian. There's sometimes you just have conversations with people, and and that comes up. You know, I know you're a Christian. You know, how can there be suffering in the world yeah. if you're a Christian? Very that is question. a common question and a very difficult question. And something we really haven't talked about much. So last week I thought, let's talk about that. And it 
for some reason, when I heard long suffering from from my from from knowing the fruit of the spirit, long suffering, and then as we're getting into it, I'm like, wait a minute. Which long suffering is, is, is in patience? The, is, it's in a New King James version. Yes, right? and, it, and, it, and, and it's in there as patience. Yes, and it, so it's a replacement. Of and patience. so we edited out a bunch of me laughing hysterically at myself as because we realized that our our topic had <laughs> fallen apart. Yeah. Right in our hands. It was, it was, it was watching our sand sculpture yes. fall through our fingers. It's like, oh wow, I feel like such an idiot because wait a minute. No, we both did because yeah. I mean that was on both of us. And neither one of us realized what we were saying yes. until we said it. They were like, oh wait a minute. But but suffering and long suffering do go hand in hand because it's how do we deal with being patient through correct hard times? Correct. Um, but what I what I wanted to get at more. And I'm glad we talked about what we talked about because I felt like it was great. It and was it, super real. Yeah, and it and it and just flushing those things out has been helpful. Um, just thinking about you know yes. the places that we are struggling heavily. <laughs> yeah, heavily. This idea of suffering and as a Christian, um, still suffering, and and how can you believe in a good God if there is suffering mm. in the world? Um, and that's a question I'm sure you've been asked a ton. In, in your life, and maybe even all, by students have come the, up and all, asked you. All the time. You. Um, I mean, that's probably one of the one of the most common questions among believers and non-believers is, if God's a good God, why is there so much suffering? Or, you know, I mean, that's usually Christians that ask that. From non-Christians, it's like, God can't be good because there is so much suffering yeah, in this if world. If he's a good God, he should just snap his fingers yeah. and everything like, should how be can, better. Either he's not a good God... Right or and, and there's and he just allow he just allows the suffering to happen or he's not in control is is really the yes. attitude that people have. Well, then he must not be in control. And or, so before I get into anything, um, I'm sure as a pastor you get, get get that question. Do you have like a canned response to try? I mean, you could talk about this for a really long time. You go so many different ways. Well, yeah. But how how would you? Is answer? it going to mess you up? Like, no, no, what, no. What I, your train of thought is no. Uh, no. Um, well, I mean, my canned response to that uh, typically is there's suffering in this world because of the sin problem yeah. that we have. Uh, so going back all the way to the Genesis account of the beginning of mankind, man decides to uh, defy God mm-hmm. and take on the knowledge of all the world, which brings you know, separation between, that's what sin is, is separation between man and God. And because of, of that separation, because we denied, uh, the, the paradise that God had created without any blemish, you know, spot or wrinkle, just perfection because of that, um, being that there is sin, sin brings both spiritual and physical death. Uh, and part of death can be suffering uh, and hurt, and um, you know it's. And obviously, this is not an easy answer, and it's definitely not a satisfactory answer because yeah. it's like, well, then how is God good? Well, God's good because, despite the fact that we defied Him, He didn't just say, "I'm going to start over again." Yeah, He's like, oh, "Let's see." It was almost like a let's. Let, I mean, He already knew where it was going to go, but almost. I mean, from a human perspective, it, it, we would say. Um, let's see where this is going to go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> kind of thing. God already knew where it was going to go, but from us, from a very limited, finite perspective, you know, it's it's a let's see uh, how I can work with man 
and still love my creation. And that was God's whole thing, which is amazing. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, God is perfect. Mm-hmm. Sin is is the you know the rejection of his perfection absolutely yeah, exactly um, right so it's missing the mark it's missing it's the to, mark so we're know, if reject- you, if you define it that's what it means to miss the mark to mm-hmm. miss the mark yeah and which it and it separates us it wedge it it puts a wedge between us and god he's like i love this creation so much that i'm still going to allow them to have a relationship with me despite the fact that i hate sin like yeah. god literally hates sin yeah um I mean, it can't even be in his presence. And that's why, you know, there's the whole, you know, idea of the father not meeting with man as he did in the garden. Right. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of my response. But I always say, like, this is, it's not an easy answer. And yeah. really, the ease of it all comes from understanding the person of Jesus. Right. And that is one thing that we have that is a benefit to us that those of the Old Testament did not have. All they had was the promise yeah. of a Savior. We have the Savior. Um, and and I say, like, you know, I always say, like, start with Jesus, understand Jesus' heart and love for people, and then you could see what he thinks of suffering and how he handles suffering and understanding that even Jesus as man cried because of the suffering. Yeah. So God cares Right. Um, God cares enough that he would love us to send his son. I mean, we can get right into the whole gospel story. I'm going way beyond, but this is what I would say. Yeah. Is that too long? No, no. If you got more, keep going. No, that's it. I mean, I I mean, that's it in a nutshell. Uh, It's, it's understanding that, I mean, suffering points us to the gospel. Exactly. (laughs) So that's, I mean, that's my answer. I'm going to point you to the gospel. Right. Um, And one thing I heard one time with the whole, talking about sin and why doesn't God just rid the world of all this evil and suffering? Um, because it's in us. Mm-hmm. And if God would rid the whole world of it, um, I've seen a picture of it like a kind of like, you know, the, those thorn, like a thorn bush wrapping around the world, this idea of sin and, you know, it's dark and thorny like that. Mm-hmm. But then you see a picture of us too, and we're wrapped in it too. Oh and, yeah. In the th- like, just, just get rid of it. Well, if he was to get rid of it, he'd have to get rid of us. And so Everything. he made a way that we can, you know, escape the, the thorns, the, the the suffering all around us through what Jesus did. He came and lived that perfect life. We accept that sacrifice. We're washed clean. Yep. Then we can be restored to a place where there is no more suffering. You know, and the last, you know, vision in, of you know John's revelation, the very last chapter of the Bible is is us spending eternity with God in this place where there's no more tears, no more sorrow. God realizes that suffering is not good. Mm-hmm. And God realizes that um, that that we long for a, a time, a place where we don't have to experience it anymore. You know, He gave it to us mm-hmm. at the beginning. We messed it up, and He has a plan for us to have that in the future. But now, as we live, you know, in this creation that was perfect, that we messed up, we are, you know, reaping, you know, what we sowed. All yeah. right, and yes. there, and we live in a broken, fallen world, and there is going to be. Um, times of suffering, times of pain. Um, someday there won't be when we live in eternity with heaven, but now, you know, we are going to experience that. And um, no one likes it. No one wants it. And, and we, have, we have all, we probably all have a story or something where we can see struggle in our friend's life, 
in our something we've experienced in ourselves yeah. um, that we wish we never ever had to experience and had to go through. But I think what draws us closer to God than even going through good things is going through suffering. Yeah, that's it's so true. It builds the bond with God. Well, I mean, it really it comes down to us having to make the decision, am I going to lean into God or am I going to, you know, yeah. lean away? Right. Uh, you know, am I going to fall on God and, and trust him through it or am I going to, you know, lean on my own understanding? And, try and, and seeing someone else do that might be the best example of Christ living out his faith mm-hmm. that we can see in the world. And I've got um, an example of this. When I was in college, um, I had a professor, an, an English professor. Um, I'm not going to say his name, Grove City College. Um, Xavier. No. <laughs> um, but he was killed in a oh. truck accident. Okay? Now, when we talk about suffering, there's no greater suffering than the suffering you experience when you lose someone, mm-hmm. someone that you love, someone that you know. Um, I can't imagine, you know, they say like the worst experience you could have as a parent is losing a child. And, yes. And I've, oh, I know gosh, some I people know think about that. Yeah. who have lost children mm-hmm. and who are still strong in their faith. And I, and, and it's, it's, you know, kind of hard to like, I don't know what would happen. And it's saying, I, not that I don't rely on God, but that would be something that would shake me to my core, losing my spouse. Yes. yes. Losing a parent. You know, I've experienced that and, and that loss is, is a deep loss, but losing someone like, like your spouse who you are, you know, in one Bonded flesh with, to. or a child who, you know, came from oh you, gosh. right? Like I, I, oh. the loss of that. So my, my English professor in college, he was he was great. I didn't have a great relationship with him, but I knew who he was. So he passed away. And they when you had, say you didn't have a great relationship, you're, you're not saying that you didn't, didn't have, have a close per, relationship. Personal relationship. Yes, yes. I, yeah, that's, okay. so that might have sounded callous. That, that's why I just wanted to make sure that I wanted to clarify for myself. And for, yeah, I didn't know if you guys had a bad relationship. No, 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 no. Close relationship. Fine. Just a, you know, student, you yeah, know, student professor teacher. relationship. You knew him through having class. Through having with class him. with yes. him. I, I, we might have even had coffee one time or something. Okay. I, can't, I can't remember. But it wasn't like, you know, hey, this is my favorite you know, teacher I've ever had. He, yeah, he, he wasn't he, invited to your wedding, right? No, exactly. Yeah. But the relationship was there through, as you would with a, okay. with a professor. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It's all good. So um, they had the funeral service at the chapel right down the road from the college. Um, and they stopped class and allowed all the students to come to this if, mm. if you wanted to, to mm-hmm. come to his, you know, funeral that was there. Um, so in college is when I really grew in my faith and grew yeah. close to God. I, I was a Christian before, um, but I, you know, I really wasn't involved in like a youth group or anything. Um, the church I went to before I came to New Life, it was just kind of something I did on a Sunday. I enjoyed going with my grandfather. He was, an, you know, he was a example to me. But my, I would say my relationship with God was more of a ritualistic thing than it was a deep relationship. And I was growing in my college, you know, time into a deeper relationship with God and um, just understanding through learning about God, you know, these Bible classes that I was taking and just conversations with people. I was really growing who I was. This is the first time I started listening to Christian music and worshiping. You know, before it was hymns, and there's no connection to that. You just sing them out, like, you know, at least for me, there wasn't a connection. Maybe some people connect with hymns, but the worship music... is a generational thing, for sure. It, it could yeah. be, for sure. But worship music like that, I'm singing with a bunch of people, 
and connecting to the music and like, oh, I'm actually singing a worship song to God. I'm not just reading something out of a hymnal and, and doing something in, in, a, in a ritualistic sense, okay? So I'm really growing in my faith, and, and, I'm, and I'm a young Christian in that aspect of, of a disciple of Christ. So we go to this um, funeral, okay? And we're sitting in the back, and I didn't know the family of, of my you know, professor who passed away, but they were sitting in the front, and um, you go through a couple things. And, I re- and from this, I realized, oh, he had a young son. He might have been like eight, nine years old or something, um, and a wife. And they're up there, and they're going through the service, and you know, some people were speaking, some, something like this. But this whole time, she was on fire for God. Mm. In, a, in a time where you should be crushed, this woman was strong. You know, as the pastor's speaking, she's raising her hand. Yes, God, crying out to him in this moment. And they start, they do a, a hymn, How Great Is God, Our God, okay? And the congregation is singing. She's, the Chris Tomlin, How Great Is Our God? Or this, you said it was a hymn. Uh, how Great Is, how, how Great Thou Art. Excuse oh, How me. Great Thou Art. Yes, okay. How Great Thou Art, yeah. So they start singing this this hymn, okay, and the and you you know the, the congregation, you know, how great thou art. She is she is there in the front of the auditorium, shouting at the top of her lungs, tears running down her face, screaming, "How great is my God!" It 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 of uncomfortably loud, like everyone in there is like singing less quiet because this woman is singing, yelling at the top of her, her, her lungs, how great is my God, how great you are. And in that moment, I'm sitting there as a student who had this guy in, in class, right? Yeah. And I'm seeing the suffering play out. I can't, can't imagine what it's like to lose your spouse, you know? It, you know, in that moment. And for her to be yelling at the top of her lungs, how great is our God, it made me think, wow. My relationship with God is not to the point where if I'm in that, po- in that moment that I could stand there and yell at the top of my lungs, how great is my God when I lost my, 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 my flesh, right? My, yeah, my spouse in that, that moment. That, and and yeah. it left such an impact on me to think in suffering, someone else is suffering, but me, you know, being in the community that's, that's, that's there, how much I grew in my trust in God through the suffering that I've witnessed and in, in, in through the life of, of this woman and in, in, in what we experienced there as community. And I can remember leaving that service with my friends and walking back to our dorm room and none of us talked because we all knew, what you ho- just witnessed, yeah. holy cow, I don't have the words to express what it is that, that we just witnessed there. And It's powerful. And just knowing that, man, I would never in a million years want to lose a child or want to lose my spouse or want to lose someone. But through that, there is a whole community that might have grown to love God in, in, a, in a deeper way in that moment. And now you can't say, well, I wish I didn't have to go through that suffering. You know, God doesn't doesn't promise us that we're not going to suffer in this Actually, life. Actually, we're guaranteed that we're going to suffer. Exactly. We are going to experience trials of all kinds mm-hmm. because Christ did. I mean, he died, right? Yep. All, all of the all of his disciples except John were martyred, right? John, he lived his life wrote revelation 
So to think that as followers I mean, of God, he, but he he got his fair share. Of, sure, absolutely. But what I'm saying, the point is, yeah. we are going to suffer. I'm saying that because it's like realize like nobody gets out of this life scot free. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and when you get to heaven and realize, okay, the suffering that we went through, it was a short amount of time, and we have eternity to spend with God in his glory and, and right. all the things that he created for us, and how much he loved us so he could bring us out of the muck that we did to ourselves, And to think, you know, just snap your fingers and get rid of that suffering, that's, no, that's, he is too good for that. That's, that's, he loves that's, us too much for that, because if there was no suffering in this well. world, we would be so far from God and the joy and the peace that he gives us, like, like we talked about with the long-suffering last episode. We get so lost in, in ourself and the things that we want, and, and we are so unhappy. We are so, uns, you know, we don't have joy. We're so unsatisfied with all that we have mm-hmm. because we are longing for this relationship with God. And if it was left to ourself, we would be so far from God because we would follow our own desires. And, yeah. and sometimes it's these hard things, these suffering that bring us back to understand, okay, you know, the true joy, the true fulfillment, like, like this woman who's crying out, man, she is, she is fulfilled by something that I don't, I don't experience at this point in time. I need, yep. I, I want some of that. Yep. Um, and, and that just really helped me to not like suffering, yeah. but to understand that God can use even the darkest things that go through our life to lead us to a closer walk with him and, and ultimately yeah. to bring people into a place where they can, you know, yeah. have this healing relationship. And that's why we say, um, you know, God works everything together for our good, um, not just for our good, but to show you how good he is. I, I mean, he's taking a horrendous, horrendous Situation, losing a loved one shockingly and suddenly, and using it as a powerful testimony of of how he could see somebody through their darkest days. Like I, I couldn't imagine losing Sarah or any one of my kids. I, 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 I don't want. I it, even the remote um, thought yeah. terrifies me to my core. Um, you know, because it's like. I, I don't know how, I mean, I say, I say, I don't know how I re- would recover. Obviously, you know, I, I think that I have the faith required to lean into that, but it's, it's, it's crazy how God can use all these scenarios to, to build up others, not just those who are, are suffering. I mean, holy cow, like that's this, it's heart wrenching to think of, of someone losing somebody. Yeah. In such a way, yeah, and and so suddenly, yeah, and and so I mean, I'm sure you've you've lost people. I know I've heard oh. some. I, I've heard you know we've yeah we've been talked friends about forever, before. and you've, yeah, I know you've lost family members. I know you've had tragedy happen in your family. Yeah. But as as a as a pastor, and so if someone comes to you and says, and they are struggling with a deep loss like that, I mean, you point them to God's comfort. But yeah, some, sometimes I mean, I use my example of what I've gone through. Yeah. Um, you know, and losing, I mean, I think we're, what you're talking, what you're referring to is my, my cousin, uh, being killed, yeah. uh, being murdered, uh, by her, by her husband, um, which, you know, was just a nor, you know, if I could, do you, do you want me to talk about this a little bit? Go, yeah, go ahead. I mean, it just, it was just a normal day. It was actually my dad's birthday, you know? Wow. It's just a normal day. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm giving you the full picture here because this is how suffering starts. 
Yeah. Everything's normal. And then nothing's right. Uh, so it's, it's my dad's birthday. We're at dinner. We're at Outback, his favorite place. We're having a, a conversation about something random. Uh, I can't remember what it was. And the whole time I'm waiting to get a text back from my cousin, uh, because it was her daughter's birthday. Okay. Her daughter's birthday was, is two days after my dad's birthday. It's the end of, in, end of January. Not that the, the dates are real, relevant or mean anything. Right? I use yeah, that, yeah. right? Uh, so we're sitting there, we're talking, and then my mom gets a phone call from my cousin's sister, my other cousin, um, saying, you know, Cheryl was her name, uh, was killed by her husband, and then he took his own life. And then nothing like what do you even do with that like yeah. I, even as i sit here and recall that situation it was stunned silence and yeah. then tears and the heartbreak and the like what we've been saying suffering the human condition of brokenness you know i i, I remember the ang- the anger the frustration like why wasn't you know but in all of that, as much as like you say you'd want to get mad at God, I was never mad at God. Yeah. Um, my heart broke immediately for my my little cousins. Their you know the, it was their mom that yeah. they they lost. They were you know in their early teens. If if even that, it was six years ago. They were probably like eleven and twelve, something like that. But it was immediately we need to pray. You need yeah. to go to God. Just trust God in this. Pray for my family. Pray for my uncle who, you know, came on the scene and saw the carnage. You yeah. know, he, he, you know, he was just going to check on her because he hadn't heard from her in a while, and he's the one that found her and her husband. And it was just unbelievable what you, what you know, as we go through all this, and that I, you know, we could still sit back and like I know that God's good. Like, even though all that happened and you can even get to a point where your my heart even breaks for, and, and not that I am in, you know, obviously this is no justification of his, of his actions, but it's sad of the brokenness that was even in her husband's life where he felt like that was the only out. Like that, that was his, that was his only in his mind, that was the only way to make things right. That's how, you know, you, we, you know, we talked about like just dealing with things in our own lives that we're like, you, you can't even fathom understanding. But the sadness that I felt, you know, I could feel even now for him in a way, not that in any way does it excuse his actions, but it's like, man, if you would have only known, the love of God. Yeah. It would never got, it would never came to that. Yeah. But even in all of this, you know, it's like, you just, you have to, you know, you, all, all I could do in that time, all my family could do in that time was just turn to God and trust God. And I could say from anything that I've seen and heard, and this is not like a pat on the back. It's just the, the grace of, of Jesus, the grace of God. Um, that, you know, in that time, nobody was like, I've had enough of God. I don't want anything to do with him. Yeah. I felt like it made a lot of us lean into God more. 
Yeah. And that's the thing. It's it, these situations and tragedies can be make or break. Yeah. But I had the the you know before that was losing my grandfather, which was tragic, and we suffered. But it I, it almost you know, and that was you know probably five or six years prior to her passing, maybe seven years prior to her passing. But it prepared us, pre- prepared me mentally for dealing with loss. Not that my, because my grandpa's loss, even though he was older, was still sudden. We weren't expecting it. I mean, it was still health related. It wasn't nearly as, uh, when I say tragic, I mean as shockingly tragic. Yeah. You know, older guys, you expect them, they're going to pass away eventually. Right. You know, and heart attacks are common things. And not that that was necessarily the cause of his death. But it was that time where God showed up and showed me peace in the suffering and in the grief that prepared me for the next season, uh, which was far, yeah, far worse than anything I could have possibly imagined. And that's the thing, like, you know, you're talking about this woman, um, she probably gone through something similar. It was, it was in that time and maybe it caused more struggle for her. And obviously this is just speculation, Yeah, but it's, this is how, endurance is birth is because God allows us to go through the challenges with him, build up that muscle, yeah. you know, figuratively build up that muscle to prepare us for that next challenge, which will be far worse. Maybe she lost her parent. Maybe she lost somebody that she loved a lot, but that wasn't, you know, flesh of her flesh, blood, of her, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, that, that, that kind of nearness that prepared her to say, like, if I go into this, I know that God's with me in it. And that's how we endure suffering. Um, cause none of us are getting out of this world unscathed. Yep. It's, it's, uh, and that's not like a, it's kind of a bummer se- sentence. <laughs> it's not a fun episode. It's not, a, this, this is the opposite. <laughs> this is a sad episode. Um, but not, it's not that, though. I mean, really, when you look at what we're talking about, this should make us all the more grateful. It's a hope episode. It's a hope episode that God is really in it with us to the very end. And that we have an expiration date, too. Yeah. Um, maybe that's not the most kind way of saying it, but none of us know how many days that we have ahead of right. us. And God's preparing us all for that eventual passing, but the joy of knowing that we're all going to be together in the end and be with him, the one who sustained us through it, which will make us all the more glad to worship him for eternity. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I stole this episode from you. you, th- you know, <laughs> no one steals episodes from anyone. No. And, and you know, suffering and loss, um, no one likes to talk about them. Um, and... You know, I, I don't know what else really to say. I mean, we, we all no. struggle with them, and I think... All we I can think do we is could, encourage you. Yeah, I think what we could finish with is if you are going through something or have gone through something recently, and it and there is a process that it takes to deal with mm. stuff like this, a grieving process, um, and come to someone... Yeah, and, and, and if you are struggling with something, you, you know, are you, not alone. Yeah, you go to God, and God will 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 you know heal you in ways that you can't even understand, and you don't think could ever be healed. Yeah, but through this process, you know, walk with people. Don't isolate yourself. If you're struggling with things and you're you're going through like you know seasons where you're depressed and don't want to be around people, you know, fight that. Go to people. Allow people to to 
talk into your life and, and, and to and to help you through difficult things. And, you know, if, if you're like, I don't know who I could talk to about this, come talk to us. Yep. You know, that's, that's what um, we're here for. Yeah. And, and we would love to be able to, you know, just be an, an ear to listen and, exactly. and to help you to. We've both been through it. Yeah. Uh, we both have been through heavy loss in yeah. our life. Um, and, you know, there might be a friend out there who wants to walk through this with you. And, and if you don't talk about certain things, maybe they don't know you're hurting. Yeah. And, and I've experienced and don't that. don't bottle it up either. Though, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've experienced that, too, where a friend said, you know, I've been struggling with something and you, you didn't want you weren't there for me. And I didn't know they were struggling. Right. And, and you know, if, if you are struggling with something and you and you're waiting for someone to reach out to you, take that step and say, hey. You know, can we, can we can we talk about something? You know, there's something that's going on with me, or hey, can we go get you know a cup of coffee somewhere? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what, whatever that may be. Um, you know, and and maybe you see a friend also on the other end who maybe is acting a little bit different, and and you maybe something's going on. Reach out to them too. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Is there something you would like to talk about? So it it goes both ways. If if you, if you're noticing with your friend or a loved one that there's something they need to talk about, you know, yeah. you be the one that takes that that step of of beginning a conversation yep. Um, because, you know, we are made to be in a community and, and, and to, to build each other up and walk through things, you know, through, through Christ helping us and, and his guidance. And, um, but also, you know, that's what we're here for. We're here exactly. to show the love of Christ and, and exactly. walk through difficult situations with yeah. you. And just, yeah. Uh, just no, I mean, this is the one thing. I mean, there's no easy answer for suffering, but just no, that you are never alone. Yeah. And the worst thing you can do when you are suffering is to isolate because it allows you, it, well, it doesn't allow you to heal. Yeah. It allo- it, when we isolate, we just remind ourselves constantly of what we don't have. When, when God has created us to be relational beings and surround ourselves with people, especially when we're hurting because we're, we are meant to comfort one another and love one another and see each other through things. And, with him at the center of it all. Yeah. Um, so just know if you're struggling, don't struggle alone. Come talk to somebody. If, if, if you are listening to this, wherever in the country, find, a, uh, find a church, find somebody. Yeah. Everybody has gone through something, yeah. uh, some form of suffering. And, and also you can do, if, if you have a friend who you know is going through something, um, just invite them to do something with you. Exactly. It, it doesn't have to be, oh, we need to sit down and have a therapy session. It yeah. could be, hey, let's go bowling. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you like bowling or, hey, let's yeah. go to a game or let's let's play some video games or something like that. But um, yeah. yeah. Do not isolate. Yeah. Do not isolate. Find, be around people. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's all for today. Um, you know, this is, I, th- I think, uh, uh, an episode that hopefully is in- is encouraging. Yeah, to you as it was, you know, for us in our in our times of of experiencing these things and just seeing God through it. So, uh, thank you for listening. This is Zach and Steve have a podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Zach. Have a wonderful week, and we'll we will see you on Friday. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.